your social media managers, your social media team is the first wall between business and crisis. They're the ones that see it first. They're the ones that often, you know, pinpoint it out to teams. And it's so important that brands and people who are like under them are investing in their social teams and giving them support that they need because without the resources that they need, they can't really succeed in what they do. Well, this episode has been a long time coming, and it's not because we uh, haven't wanted to give voice to our amazing executive podcast producer, Leana, but uh, also it just took us this long to organize schedules. I don't know. I mean, she's the one who really organizes all, all of our recording schedules, so I guess we'll have to ask her why yeah. it took us so long to get her on the show. <laughs> but uh, we have wanted uh, our community to hear kind of from uh, Liana directly how we really run the show and and use social for our own purposes, but uh, also, frankly, just has a lot of really amazing things to say about social that I, I think are relevant to the entire community. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, we always, Liana brings this up in the show. The show has always been about highlighting the real people who do real work in social media. And a lot of times I think we forget to kind of turn that spotlight back on ourselves and reveal some of the secrets and things that we do. Um, and, you know, we are also a small but mighty team here um, with the podcast. Uh, it's essentially us. Um, and then, of course, as you'll hear, Liana is really, really the driving force behind everything that we do, um, the social promotion for the show, uh, booking guests, reaching out. I mean, there is so much uh, that she does and just does so, so incredibly well. It's a great episode, especially if you're thinking about starting a podcast, if you're trying to uh, recruit guests for anything or influencers and how to reach out the best way, because she is ultra successful at doing it for us. So really good show, really fun. Yes, indeed. And without further ado, uh, here is Leanna Femme, social media manager for us here at Convince and Convert, but also the executive podcast producer of this very podcast. You know, Daniel, you and I talk to a lot of really, really amazing social pros on this show. But I have to say that today's guest might be one of my personal favorite social pros ever because it is the one, the only Liana Sam from Convincing Convert. She is our social media manager at Convincing Convert. She is our executive podcast producer for social pros. Everybody, social pros listeners, she does so much work behind the scenes. She literally makes this podcast happen. We could literally not do the show without her. And we are so excited to finally bring her on and talk with her. We're going to reveal a lot about how we do the show, some behind the scenes stuff. We're going to talk about her approach, um, some of the amazing social things that she's done. But without further ado, Liana, welcome to the show. It's so great to actually have you coming out from behind the scenes in front of the mic. Hello, hello. It's definitely weird to in the mic this time around, but you know, I feel like it's 2023. It's about time I do so, and I'm really excited to talk to the audience. Yeah. So you have been um, with basically the executive producer of the podcast for some time. Like, I'm my mind is blanking because I feel like I don't have a concept of time anymore. After like 2020, everything just kind of blurs together. But tell us a little bit about. Um, how long you've been with the show and then sort of like at a high level view what your day to day looks like, because that's a lot of roles of responsibility packed into one day. Yeah, I mean, 
first off, whenever my friends ask me what I do for a living, I'm always like, you really don't want to know. Because I cannot pack all of it into one job title. Um, but that's the part of it that I really like. Um, but, you know, I officially took over as the producer in May 2021. So this upcoming May is going to be my two-year mark with the Social Growth Podcast. And um, I've been with, like, you know, CNC since um, September of 2020. So I was in here since, you know, the whole COVID pandemic. And it's been a great experience. Um, never in my life would I have imagined I was going to say that I'm a podcast producer. But um, this great opportunity really fell into my lap. And I just really ran away with it. But honestly, day to day, I always have to start with the largest cup of coffee I can find because if there is a day where they can make a coffee IV, I will definitely be the first person to sign up for it um, because without it, I don't think I can function my job responsibilities. But um, like Anna had mentioned, I will work at CNC as their social media manager and I produce podcasts. So um, it's actually a great way for me to see both sides of the business. I get to not only be the face of social, but I also get to work with like people in social. So it's a great um, bond between them too. And, you know, a lot of my day to day, I do a ton of community management, not only with CNC, but also with past guests that we've had on the show, you know, because a lot of um, my goals is to not only reach out to guests when I want them on the show, but just know that I'm really interested invested in what they're doing outside of you know not just LinkedIn but like their careers in general because that's super important to you know build that longer relationship with them if we were to have them back on the show in the future um but CNC I do everything from scheduling content creation research um community management like I said before and I basically want to give life to like cnc channels and also with the podcast i have the same approach i do guest recruitment you know scheduling coordinating i would say i'm like maybe anna and daniel's executive assistant almost you know managing their calendars and um you know we really streamlined the process to make it even better than it was before and it was already a great process and um i never wanted to find a different way to do it i think it's always been great and yeah that's kind of like a really quick brief of how i run things as much as we think about the listener experience uh on social pros and we do quite a lot we talk about how to uh, bring new life and new ideas and new people to uh to the show we also focus a lot actually on the guest experience i think that that's something i've really seen in evolution uh liana when uh, from when I, I first started as kind of co-hosting uh, um, last year, uh, the guest experience is just as important as the, the listener experience. Um, and I think it it just uh, goes to the heart of what social pros as a podcast is, which is really about the people, uh, not so much the technology and the platforms. It's really about the people doing the work. So I'm 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 curious, I guess. Um, as as both the handler of the official convince and convert social media accounts, plus now some things we've started doing this year, 2023, for social pros. What are what are some of the things you've learned kind of about sustaining like, I guess, guest engagement, getting them, drawing them into the conversation when you were posting and trying to mm -hmm. keep keep that conversation beyond just what happened on the show? Yeah, so 
Yeah, I mean, truth of the matter is that like CNC has always been known out there as a great consultancy, but I definitely knew that I wanted to jump in and present on like online better. And something that I definitely learned over time is that you just have to try. Like you have to try different things. And even if it's something that the audience has never seen before or they're not used to your brand doing, you never you're never gonna know if you don't like test it out. And, you know, working at CNC is so supportive that I can do a lot of these different things. And sometimes there's a lot of crazy things and have that support and not be questioned about it. And it's a really fortunate thing because, you know, working as social, you never really know what's going to happen the next day. Like, you know, you post one thing, it fails and you think you're, you're failing. Um, and you really have to understand that, like, it's all about the process um, and just building that relationship in a this word is so overused but in the most authentic way possible um like a great example is the way I recruit guests now a lot of people have asked like how um, I get guests on the show we had a lot of great names on already and honestly it's like my direct simplistic approach I don't give them a whole book story about why I want them on the podcast I directly say hey I really love what you do on social which would be interested in coming on our social post podcast. And I will leave like maybe one metric that would um, kind of just solidify the authenticity of our podcast. Like we have 50,000 dollars a month, like just so that they know like it's a legit podcast and not just a pitch. Um, like, you know, we've all been there, those long lengthy LinkedIn DMs. And I just wanted to be really upfront about why I wanted a guest on. And I've had such great out like output from that because they're like yeah that sounds like a great opportunity or I realize that they know about our podcast and when it's a bigger brand I'm just like okay like social posts have been out there um so it's great that you know they are aware of us and they just are receptive to just how direct I am about having them on the podcast and not beating around the bush really yeah it's I seriously social post listeners cannot tell you how amazing Liana is at guest recruitment for this show. It really is a team effort, but really the vast majority of the guests that we've had on over the last two years have been because of Liana's efforts to really connect with new people, uh, look at what people are doing in the industry, bring people on that we haven't had before, different audience segments, um, and really think both, again, about the listener experience, but then also to the guest experience. And so Liana, from your perspective, you know, obviously you are doing things right when it comes to guest recruitment. So when you get pitched um, without naming names or or we're not trying to drag anybody, but what are some helpful tips that you can give to people who are either looking to recruit guests for a podcast via social or even looking to recruit influencers? Like I know you said that you reached out with like some stats immediately to get their attention, but what are some other tips you would give to people who are really looking at social as a recruitment tool for a variety of different purposes. Yeah, so um, there's two kind of like looks you can see to this. Um, one is if you're being pitched personally. And um, usually what I do is I scout like crazy whoever is being recommended. And it's not in a disrespectful way, of course. It's more of just to maintain the authenticity, like I said before, of the podcast. Because it is about social media. It is about, you know, real people doing real work in social media. Like you guys have heard that model before. 
Um, and we really want to make sure we're highlighting true voices that are active in social. And, you know, a lot of that comes into um, often we get a lot of LinkedIn profiles. And from there, I do a huge um, research on their activity status because that really shows if they're active on social because you can have a million followers on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. But if you're not active, how on are you about social, right? And a lot of it is about, you know, being engaging with your community, being engaging with your followings. And if they're not active, it kind of makes me worry about, you know, what part of um, community management and audience engagement is important to them. Um, and then, you know, from there, I would, you know, look at their profiles and any other stats that are recommended by whoever is pitch, pitching for them. Sometimes it's their PR team or it's themselves. And um, if it doesn't align, then, you know, a simple, it's not going to work this time around, but definitely to have in consideration in the future is always like a good follow up to have. I never try to leave people hanging only because um, it just better to kind of end the road than just let it keep going without anyone there. And um, the same kind of process happens when I'm like scouting for, you know, guests or potential people on the podcast myself. I just see how well they are on social media. And I say that with a very small grain of salt because well to me doesn't mean well to everyone else. Um, I just see if they're doing more than just having good content on social. I want to see that they're speaking for other things that matter to them. I want to see if they're representing things that are bigger than what they are. Um, and that's a huge thing that we brought into the podcast this year. I really wanted to bring in people who just represented more than just social, but they represent other communities that can relate to them when they hear the episode. So, I, th I and I, I want to say from personal, uh, I guess, opinion on that point. I've been super proud of the guests we've had uh, in the last year, uh, mostly because that's when I started <laughs> as as co-host on the podcast. But we've also just really broadened not just the brands we talk to, but but really. In some cases, the roles they play within the brands are thinking back to uh, Stephanie at, uh, Stephanie Ramirez at Lyft, who is actually an analytics person, but uh, on the on the social team, uh, and just being able to hear different voices uh, from the industry. And I, I love that you have a focus on trying to f find people who are themselves active in social, not just maybe managing these programs for for companies. They have. A bit more to say, uh, both both from an experience perspective and and uh, just their their where they're coming from. Yeah, and a lot of that is kind of which is what Daniel said. It's about the experience and also their job merging together. Like social pros has always been about you know real people doing their jobs, and I really wanted to focus on like showcasing all types of people that are working in this field. And, you know, social media is like not just one industry. It's kind of like a door to all industries. And whether or not it's like a small startup, a small business, creators, higher ed, or just someone you may have never even heard before, but they're doing amazing things. It's all social. And that, that's what I really love about this podcast, because it doesn't just focus on like one segment. It can, you know, give voices to people that may not have the audience to do so. And I'm glad that we can do it here. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to follow up on that too, I think it's 
amazing how much social has changed within the last three or four years. I think one thing that social pros has always done well is reflect the current times of social media and what's really happening and really try to bring to the forefront the trends that are happening and give advice and insights. And social has just changed so drastically, especially since the pandemic. You know, we're seeing how much more it's being ingrained in other areas. And Daniel, to your point, you know, speaking to people in analytics and, you know, really tying together that bigger picture, it's nice to finally see social being broadened and seen as, you know, on equal weight with other departments where it's unfortunate that sometimes it takes emergency situations for that to happen. Um, But yeah, it's the guests over the last year, we've um, I should say we, I should say Liana has really, really done a good job of looking at people who are social media direct and adjacent and, you know, just trying to get like even a bigger picture. And hopefully social pros listeners, you all have recognized that as well. I think it's also safe to say that if you see Liana coming up on your LinkedIn as somebody who recently viewed your profile, you might be getting an email sometime soon. So uh, you might want to start checking out who's actually checked out your LinkedIn. And if it's Liana, well, you might get an email soon. Um, but Liana, so speaking of evolution in social pros, we actually have a few things coming up that listeners don't quite know about yet. I know we don't want to reveal the full thing because it's a big surprise, but do you want to give our listeners a little bit of what's in store in the background? Because one of the things that we haven't talked about yet with you is that you are also amazing with graphic design and branding. And so do you want to give a little preview? Ooh, let me see if I can tease this in the most smallest ways. Okay. Um, when I came on the show, I mean, this podcast has been around for over a decade. And to be upfront, I knew something had to change, not with the origins of the show, but maybe just how it looks to make it more, you know, modern to um, 2020 and the upcoming years to come. And I wanted to really tap into the brand of CNC, but also highlighting the fact that we are showcasing the people that are on the show. So um, if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you notice that we transition from bright orange to a transitional dark and light um, design. And we definitely highlighted the guests more. And um, we really wanted to showcase their titles, their roles, and, you know, who they're representing. Um, So we also decided to bring that up a bit for this year you guys are going to see some slightly new changes to i think this episode actually we're going to introduce a lot of it here and um we really wanted to tie in the fact that cnc is kind of like the mother of social pros and we're going to see a lot of that relationship over this year um and something that you guys might notice at the beginning of this episode when it's published is a slightly new sound to something that has been around for 10 years. And sorry for those who have loved it so much, but it's something more relevant to social. And I am really excited to have everyone see the new changes. That's like a, an Easter egg if you find it. Uh, we may or may not have prizes. I don't know. I'm just making that up now. Uh, I don't think we actually officially have prizes, but we will uh, love and adore you forever if you find that and let us know about it. And a good place to let people know that you found said Easter egg in the podcast is uh, another change that you might see in 2023. We just started a new LinkedIn page for the podcast. So we were previously just publishing on 
the convince and convert page, which I think we will continue to do. I don't know. I assume so. But we also have now a dedicated social pros community uh, on LinkedIn. So if you haven't already looked us up there, I hope you will do so and become part of the community. We hope to get a lot of guest interaction going there, but also just interaction with the people in our community. This is really a a community of, of peers uh, kind of striking out and trying new things and trying to keep up with change that's happening every day. So please come find us there. Yeah, everybody is welcome in that community. Um, and I think, you know, going back to Liana, what you said before about trying new things and Daniel, you just echoed it just a minute ago too. You know, I think one of the the things that is really unique about your position, Liana, is that you do get to try new things. And of course, a convincing advert is our job as a consultancy to test new things and find out what works and find out what doesn't and find, you know, basically almost, you know, try things on behalf of our clients, obviously, before we recommend them and make sure we're staying up to the latest. But a lot of social pros don't have that luxury because their performance is so much tied to their job. So there isn't a lot of room for failure or even like purposeful failure with testing things. And it really is about setting expectations. So I'm curious about how you come to the table to help set expectations because you do a really good job with us. How can we start to better set expectations for social in general about the importance of failure and the importance of testing and understanding, especially in environments where they have been so focused on performance and metrics and KPIs, and that's the only benchmark they have. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the hidden gems of working in social, I say this with a very um, sarcastic tone, is failure is very common and it's not in a negative way. It's more of like a learning curve that you have to kind of adapt to all the time. And a lot of the you know, success in my approach to kind of getting my work process through higher, like higher management is this is my message to higher ups. You know, most brands tend to not see the value in social media, maybe not yet. And I think they tend to undervalue how difficult like these roles really are. Um, I say like your social media managers, your social media team is the first wall between business and crisis. They're the ones that see it first. They're the ones that often, you know, pinpointed out to teams. And it's so important that brands and people who are like under them are investing in their social teams and giving them support that they need because without the resources that they need, they can't really succeed in what they do. Um, and just be really open to, you know, the recommendations of your social media managers and those who are running your online accounts because, they're the ones that see what's working out there. Um, you're hiring them because you're trusting that they're building your online presence in the most, you know, presentable way. So listen to what they have to say. They're social listening out there, but, you know, maybe listen to your social media managers, too, about, you know, the recommendations. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And that's OK. At least let things, you know, like I said before, give it a try. You won't know if you don't test it out. And I think a lot of companies and brands are afraid to do that because of that failure aspect that social has been built to um, have us expect now. And that's unfortunate because I think it deters people away from like trying out like new barriers, breaking barriers and, you know, doing things that may not be in their comfort zone. But, you know, it's 2023, jump out of the box, like social is always changing. There's no reason why we can't test new things all the time either. I'm curious, what is something um, that 
one thing you love about what's changed in social recently and one thing that you dislike about what's changed in social recently? Oh, my gosh. Uh, when it comes to something that I have not been too fond of in social is the Simon Says kind of game that all the platforms are playing with each other. Um, we definitely saw it jump like kickstart with short form video content with TikTok. And then Instagram brought about reels, YouTube with shorts. And then now our social media channels are battling with streaming services with TikTok allowing 10 minute videos. I think I saw someone post a full episode of SpongeBob on my TikTok feed the other day. And yes. Yes. It's, a, it's, it's weird. It's a thing. And, you know, with a lot of the ways that our platforms are being structured now, it's all categorized and it's meant to be binge worthy content. And that's what our streaming services have always aimed to do. So that's why you see like Netflix prices, like subscriptions rising. And they're just battling with all these platforms to try to be better than each other. And if there's any um, CEOs out there of these major um, social media channels, I predict that if you return to how things originally were, you might gain some audience back because Instagram especially had a huge um, uproar when they implemented a bunch of changes. And a lot of people kind of just wanted the way things were before, like, you know, prioritizing photos over videos. And sometimes just, like I said, listen to your audience, like, see what they like. Um, but other than that, like, this is also something that I do love about social is you can't predict what's going to happen. Um, the unpredictability is something that I will never get tired of because you can't get tired of something if you don't know if it's coming. And it's just a great way to connect with people. I have grown a huge love for LinkedIn, especially just seeing like success stories, but also people who are sharing um, their stories where they're not so successful. It's such a great way to not only spread a great message to their own audiences, but it's been such a great way for me to like connect with not only potential guests, but just building my own network and getting myself out there. Nice. I agree. Like, I I think I'm also enjoying, too, to your point, just there's been a little bit more of like this wave of humanity on LinkedIn um, over the last, you know, two or three years where people are starting to get a little bit more personal, you know, whether it's like with failures personally or professionally or um, just bringing more of like that human side in, into the professional side. Um, and I like that, too. I agree with you. It's good. I'm, I'm curious, Liana. Um... Where do you go for inspiration? We asked, we've asked this on, from a number of our, our uh, social pros guests, but I'm curious, what do you look to for inspiration uh, every day? Are there specific accounts you follow? I actually am a huge fan of the marketing millennials. I think they have some of the best humorous content out there. Um, we had a, few, uh, a past guest from marketing millennials on here as well, and I just love what they do because they really stick true to their name is really is about marketing millennials and it's all relatable content and i have absolutely loved that approach and um you know taking over as cnc social media manager i wanted you know cnc to be kind of like that realm for people to relate to and you know i tested out that strategy with our twitter and it has seen such great engagement because cnc is not just a consultancy we're like kind of all things marketing so I want marketers to see CNC as a place where, you know, they can find great content that they can learn about, but also content that can make them smile if they're not having the best day. Because as marketers know, our jobs are not 
you know, all shines and smiles all the time. So if there's a page that you can kind of naturally go to to get that, you know, humorous part of your day in, then that's a great thing that I can contribute. Wouldn't you technically be a marketing Gen Z A Zoomer. I would be a marketing Zoomer. Marketing Zoomer. Yes. Um, I also think I just realized that do we do we technically have three different generational approaches? Yeah, Gen but X, that's millennial and Gen Z. Thing. That's a great thing about social, right? Like your generation doesn't matter as long as maybe you're in the same field and you relate to everything that's going on. Because as we all know, marketing is not selective. They're very, very diverse in how it can affect you in your day-to-day job. So the fact that marketing millennials relates to me really speaks to how social can relate to all types of people, even if I'm not a millennial yeah. myself. For sure. Great point. And Daniel was also super fun to have on the show. He was great to talk to. Liana, I'm so glad that we finally were able to get you on the show because you do so much amazing behind-the-scenes work. You have just so much on your plate on the day-to-day. It's amazing. Um, I know that you joked that like you're Daniel's and my almost like executive assistant, but you are so much more to that than us. Um, and you are literally the backbone of the show and why it runs so well. So thank you for all that you do. Um, and thank you for being on the show today. It was really great to chat with you. It's been an amazing conversation and you know what? Maybe this will open more doors for me to be on more podcasts. It's been great. If the audience doesn't know, it was my first podcast. So, yes. Yeah. Your very first ever podcast. I can't believe we didn't bring that up at the top. Um, very first ever podcast. And it was for your own podcast. So, that's pretty yeah. fun. Um, Liana, you know that we can't let you go unless we ask you the same two questions that we've asked all 500 plus guests of the show. You already know what they are, but are you ready to answer them? Of course. All right, Liana. So very first question, if you could give a piece of advice to anyone who wants to become a social pro, what would it be? My pro tip is to normalize failure. It is especially important if you're working in social media and on all types of social media. Um, Working in this field has a way of making us think that we're not doing enough and making us think that we're not succeeding in what we do. But it's not about the numbers. It's about the stages and the process that makes you create um, great things for the future. So it's not about what happens today. It's about thinking about what can happen in the future for your brand and what you're doing. Here, here. I love it. Well, question number two, uh, present company not withstanding because you're already on a video call with us well uh video and audio call if you could have a video call with any living person who would it be this is no trick question to me i would absolutely choose robert downey jr because i am a huge marvel fan but i also think his backstory is so fitting to this episode um you know how he was hired as iron man and how he is today creating his um footprint coalition to help clean the earth he's the real example of trusting the process and just not giving up on what you have to do and believing what your skills are. I never would have guessed that. Daniel, after working with Liana for like two and a half years plus, like, would you have ever guessed that she would pick Robert Downey Jr.? No, and I was just going to say, this is exactly why we wanted to get you on the podcast, because I just knew you were going to pop off with someone like Robert Downey Jr. I just knew it. 
he's surprise, surprise you know, us all iron man so you know if you guys don't know his background story and how he got to where he is now definitely read it in because he's a great example of starting from the bottom and getting to where you are now so yeah he's not only my not one of my idols but huge support of what he does and just who he is as an actor love it well, Liana, thank you so much for being on today. And uh, it was just great to talk to you. I mean, we talk to you like every day, but it was great to officially talk to you on Social Pro. So thanks for being here. Yes, it's been a great way to just speak to you guys as the hosts of Social Pros. And again, like Anna said, if you see me viewing your profiles on LinkedIn, make sure you check your inboxes because I will definitely be reaching out. <laughs> and. Also, Liana, you have amazing personal um, social profiles as well, and just your presence is amazing. One, everybody needs to go look at how Liana takes her selfies because they are next level amazing. Um, I can't believe uh, I didn't ask you for that to just be your tip because I need help with that. Uh, but where can people follow you personally? Yeah, so my handles are Liana Fam everywhere, and you can find me with usually the same profile pictures. So that's where I'll be. Perfect. All right, everybody, go follow Liana and uh, go to the social post community on LinkedIn that she set up and um, connect with us as well. Um, and everybody, thank you so much for joining us once again on what we hope is your favorite podcast in the whole wide world, Social Pros. <laughs> <laughs>